Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. Friends, we had a tremendous month in March. Saw some wonderful things so far here in April. Uh, in March, we did a night of worship uh, with Todd Delaney. If you don't know who Todd Delaney is, he is a Grammy-nominated gospel singer. Uh, guy is just tremendous. Got some great stuff. Uh, but we did a night of worship with him, and we were finishing the service. And I went up to close it out and just had a word of knowledge about someone with some ear issues and next thing happened it just turned into a full-blown healing service we had a woman that was blind in her left eye she was instantly healed we had a woman who had a mass about the size of both of my fists it dissolved we had a lady that had been lame for about seven years she was instantly healed and was walking and jumping everywhere Uh, we had a little boy that was 11 years old he was healed of asthma and his mom actually emailed me a week later and stated he hadn't been on any of his medication. That was the first time since he was a baby. Just crazy, crazy stuff that happened that night. And then I was with uh, uh, Pastor Ray Eppert at Victory Worship Center in Staunton, Virginia, and we had some tremendous miracles there. We had a woman who had a knot the size of about a tennis ball. It was on the, the outside of her foot, and we watched that, felt that dissolve under my hand, watched that dissolve. While that was happening, the lady told me, she said, I feel the bones moving in my leg. I had some tremendous stuff happen. That happened. There was another guy had a knot on his neck. It dissolved. Uh, We had several ear issues healed, lots of joints, backs, knees, just wonderful stuff. And so it's so good seeing uh, God move and manifest like that. I just love this stuff. I'm like a miracle junkie. Uh, the, The more you see, just the more you want to see. And I just know of no greater high than operating in the anointing like that. And so uh, because of some of these things that we saw, I wanted to talk to you about this issue of the laying on of hands. Uh, In Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 through 2, the writer of Hebrews says this, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let's go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. So in other words, in verses 1 through 2, he says, here's some of the elementary things, the basic things. Uh, You could say the ABC Sesame Street things that we need to be able to move on from. In other words, these are some foundational basic stuff. And he says some of these foundational basic things were faith in God, uh, baptisms, resurrection of the dead, And one of the things that he lists is the laying on of hands. He said this is a basic issue, basic deal. Now, isn't it interesting that uh, throughout most of the Christian world, uh, this issue of the laying on of hands has kind of been pushed to the side, uh, laying on of hands for healing. You know, people say, well, that's not for today. That's in the past. But Paul said these are basic things. This is for everybody. And, you know, if you look at uh, the Great Commission, Jesus says over in Mark chapter 16, he said that some of the signs that are going to follow those who are preaching the Great Commission, manifesting him, one of those signs is laying hands on the sick. 
And so there's no way you can get away around this. Uh, the laying on of hands, it's definitely for today. It's a part of the Great Commission. Everyone that believes in the Great Commission, you have to believe in the signs and the wonders and miracles to follow. Because essentially what Jesus is telling you is that this so good, this, this news, it's almost too good to be true. It's so good that's almost unbelievable for people. It's going to require some signs and wonders and miracles to back it up and prove that what you're saying is true. And a part of that is the laying on of hands to impart this power, uh, this healing power and life into people's bodies to prove that this message is true. So this is basic stuff. And so we mentioned Mark chapter 16. So let's read that real quick. Mark chapter 16. I know many of you know this. Uh, but Mark chapter 16, this is where Mark gives his account of the Great Commission. And he says this, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. These signs will follow those who believe. In my name they'll cast out demons, they'll speak with new tongues, they'll take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it'll by no means hurt them. And he said, they will lay your hands on the sick. And they will recover. He said, they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So this is something that we should be doing. It's something we should be doing, laying hands on the sick. And the, the thing that I've been seeing is there's a lot of us, we, we do believe this and we pray for people. But I've had several ministers over the last year that told me, you know, if I've, if I've prayed for people and they've gotten healed, I'm not aware of it. Uh, and I've had I've had other uh, people come up to me and say, you know, I've prayed for people. I just never see anything happen. Laid hands on them, like the Bible said, never see anything happen. You know what's going on? One of the things that I've been seeing uh, with people that are are praying for people is that it's almost like we're just kind of going through the motions. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, we know we're supposed to lay hands on people, and so we go and we pray for them, we lay hands on them, and then we just walk off and. And uh, nothing happens, and so we just, it's just become normal for people, and so we don't think much about it. But one of the issues is that, for me, I think we're laying, for most of us, we're laying empty hands on people. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, we're laying hands on people, but we're just going through the motions. Like, we're not really expecting anything to happen, and we for sure uh, don't think we have anything to give. And for me, that's been one of the biggest keys over the years is knowing that I actually have something to give. Like when I put my hands on people, something's actually going to come out of me and go into them. And I've said it jokingly uh, in services, healing services that we've done. Uh, I say it with a smile and I laugh, but I'm, but I'm actually being serious on the inside. And I'll say it to people. If you don't want to be healed, do not come up here. Or, you know, if you don't want to be healed, do, don't let me touch you. Because if I touch you, something's going to go in and it's going to get rid of that mess. Like, you got to know that. And the reason I say that with, with such confidence is because Jesus said that. Jesus knew that he had something to give. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures that backs this up, and again, it's going to the subject of the life of God. The life of God, that topic, that subject is something we've been preaching on for years now. Um, and it's been a, a difference maker. It's been a game changer for me. And I truly believe it's, it's why we started seeing all the results that we began to see. Uh, but in John chapter 5, Jesus makes 
Jesus makes this statement in verse 21. He says, For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives to whom he will. And then in verse 26, he said, For as the Father has life in himself, so he's granted the Son to have life in himself. And so what we see here in these two verses is that, number one, Jesus knew that this life, this healing power, this life, this abundant life, eternal life, was on the inside of him. In the very same way that God had it, Jesus had it to the very same degree, the very same quality. He had it on the inside. And we find out not only did Jesus know that he had it, but he also knew that he could give it away. So he had the very same quality and degree of life that God had on the inside of him. And he could give it away exactly the way that God could give it away. And so when you know that you have something and then it's yours and you possess it, well, you can give it away whenever you want. Did you ever notice that when Jesus ministered to people, you know, a lot of times we say he prayed for people, but really he didn't. He ministered to them. He laid hands on them. He commanded things. He never prayed for God to do anything. Why was that? Well, you don't have to ask God for something that you already have. Did you get that? You don't have to ask God for something that you already have. You don't have to ask God for healing power when he already put it on the inside of you. You don't have to ask God if it's his will for people to be healed when he told you to go out there, preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick so that they can recover, so that they can be healed. So when we see that Jesus knew he had this on the inside of him and that he could give it away, well, that's where the importance of understanding our union with Christ becomes so vitally important. Because when I got hooked up with Jesus and that he's the vine and I'm the branch, whatever's flowing through him is flowing through me. And so that very same life that God had that he put in Jesus is the very same life that got put in me because of my union with Christ. And so I can very much say exactly like Jesus, that the same life that God has is the same life that Jesus has. It's the same life that's on the inside of me. And I can also say exactly like Jesus said, for as the Father gives it away to whomever he will, the Son gives it away to whomever he will. Therefore, I can give it away to whomever I will. Why? Because it's something that I possess, and so I can give it away whenever I want. And so the life of God, it can be released in in two major ways, uh, basically through your mouth, through your voice, and but primarily through the laying on of hands. I truly believe that the reason, the major reason that uh, Jesus talked about the laying on of hands and has us do that is because as human beings, we are very much tactile. We, we like uh, touch. We like things to be tangible. And so it's a major way for people to release their faith. It's a point of contact for them and uh, also for us. But he said, you know, this life that's on the inside of me, I can give it away. And we can give it away by laying our hands on people, but not just putting empty hands on people. In other words, you don't just go put your hand on somebody and say a little prayer, give a little command and not be aware that something is there for you to give away. No, you need to know that when I lay my hands on them, something literally this this life giving heavenly substance is on the inside of my spirit and it is going to flow and it is going to flow mightily through my body, through my hands into their body 
and it is going to cause a cure. It's going to cause a miracle. It's going to dissolve whatever needs to be dissolved and it will create whatever needs to be created. It doesn't matter if it is an eye, an ear, a heart, an organ, a leg, skin disease. It doesn't matter what it is. The life of God can take care of it and it knows where to go. So number one, we don't want to lay hand, empty hands on people. Number two, you need to see your hands like Jesus' hands. And essentially, I would even take out the word like. You need to see your hands as Jesus' hands on this earth. You know, we say we are the body of Christ. Well, we need to take that literally. If he's the head, we are the hands. And so for people to experience him, they're going to experience it through us. And so I've said it many times in ministering to people, when I put my hands on you, it's going to be no different than Jesus putting his hands on you. And actually, I've even gone, gone so far as to tell them to close their eyes and imagine seeing Jesus right there before you. And that when you feel a hand touch your body, I want you to see Jesus putting his hands on your body. Because most people know, they would understand if Jesus was standing before them and he touched them, they know they'd be healed. Well, but you've got to have a confidence and a boldness on the inside of you that you are the representative of Jesus Christ on this earth and that your hands are his hands. And that when you put your hands on those people, that's Jesus's hands going on those people. So you got to put a confidence on the inside of you. It'll elevate your faith. And when the people you're ministering to, the people you're laying hands on, when they see that you know something's about to happen, it elevates their faith. And see, you don't have to go through all the theatrics and have the Holy Ghost fits and shakes and spitting all over people and slapping people and pushing people all around. When, see, well, I found this, that when you know you've got something, when you know that, that what you're about to do is going to work, you don't need all the theatrics. You don't need all the emotional stuff. You can just boldly put your hands on people and know that you, by faith, you're releasing that life out of your spirit into their body. So in this issue of the laying on of hands, again, remember that the writer of Hebrews tells us this is basic, this is elementary, this is something we should all have a good understanding of. And we see that uh, Jesus and the Great Commission, I mean, these are guys that, I mean, they're, they're barely saved. You got that? They're barely saved. And he said, I want you to go lay your hands on these people and see them be healed. The same life that's on the inside of me is now on the inside of you, and you can release it by the laying on of hands. I want to give you one more scripture here, and it's in 2 Corinthians in chapter 4 and verse 7, just to help kind of nail, nail home uh, this, this fact of what you have on the inside of you. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. You know, this body of yours, man, it's filled with some power. It's filled with something great and tremendous. So that the excellence of the power would be of God and not of us. Uh, verse 8 said, we're hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. Well, why? Because the life of God on the inside of you. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Why? Because the life of God, it'll make you smart, give you wisdom. Uh, persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Verse 10, he says, always caring about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus would be made manifest in our body. The life of God is on the inside of your spirit right now if you're born again unified with Christ, but it's not made just to sit there in your spirit. It's also made to be manifest in your body and manifest through your body. 
And then for the people that didn't get it the first time, verse 11, he said, For we who live were always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus would be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Notice two times in a row here, he mentions your mortal body, your mortal flesh, and the life of God. Why? Because the life of God was meant to affect your flesh. What's in your spirit was meant to affect your body. It's not just uh, for, for the, the sick person that you're laying hands on. It's also for you. But what's flowing through you, again, is also for the sick person. So many times I liken it to a garden hose, a water hose. The whole purpose of the garden hose, that water hose, is to be a, a conduit and release the water uh, from the source. The purpose of it is that. Uh, but the wonderful thing is, is that while the water hose is making something else wet, it's getting wet as well on the inside. And so you and I are like that garden hose. What's on the inside of us is meant to, to flow out into others, but also to affect ourselves. And the major way, the primary way that it's going to flow out into others is by the laying on of hands. And so if you want to see uh, the, the ministry of healing uh, go to another level, go to another degree in your life and in your ministry and start seeing greater results, you need to make this change in your mindset that I've got some hands right here that, that are ready to release. Like I'm a walking, living miracle uh, waiting to happen. Like I've got more power in my hands than an atomic bomb. Like I've got more power in my hands than an atomic bomb. And when I lay my hands on people, I'm going to release a heavenly substance. I'm going to release the life of God, the power of God, directly from the throne room of God into this person's body. And the very same results that Jesus got on the earth, I'm going to get those same results too. Why? Because what Jesus had on the inside of him is what God has on the inside of him. And because of my union with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Ghost, I have that stuff on the inside of me. And in the very same way that Jesus could give it away and God could give it away whenever they wanted to, whoever they will, I can do that too because of my union with Jesus Christ. Well, friends, I hope that helped you. I got fired up here in the last 18 minutes. I love this stuff. I love seeing miracles. I love seeing people get set free and delivered. And uh, we're just going to continue to keep pushing and increasing in this and getting more and more results. I want to let you know about one thing. We have a trip, a, a missions trip that we've got set up. We're going to Poland in September, uh, September 13th through the 16th. We're going to be there doing a healing crusade. And so if you'd be interested in going with this uh, and being a part of that, let us know. You can email us uh, at cgm at chadgonzalez.com. I'd also encourage you, if you'd like to partner up with us, we would love to have you be a part of the team. Uh, you know, we've told people, if all you can do is $5, man, $5 is great. Because what we're doing is uh, all of these different nations that we go to, and we're primarily focusing on Eastern Europe, we're translating our book, Naturally Supernatural, and Think Like Jesus into those languages, getting those in the hands of those pastors. And so basically for about $5, that'll cover one book. And so if you could partner with us, we would very much appreciate it. You can go to our website, chagonzalez.com, and you can click on the link there, become a partner with us in reaching Europe. And if you do that, partner with us. Uh, if you'll do at least $5 a month, I'll send you uh, a signed copy of Think Like Jesus just to say thank you for being part of the team and helping us to reach the world and manifest God in all these wonderful areas. God bless you, friends. Uh, we love you. We appreciate your prayers, your support. 
Uh, Share this podcast with your friends. Share it on social media. And we will talk to you next month. God bless you. Remember that in Christ, we always win.